Call me not. Yeah, that's good. Because sometimes we pacify our times with stuff yes. that's not of God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To make ourselves feel better while we have to wait. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we figure that if I'm, um, if I'm struggling financially or uh, something, let me figure out a way that I can get myself some money or let me find a person who, who got money uh, who can help me and then we end up in the worst condition that we was in in the first place because we went away from God and put our trust in something other than God. Hello and thank you for joining us on One by One podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. It's normal for us to wonder how long when we have to endure certain situations. And while God is okay with our questions, we have to remember that He knows everything we are and will go through, and He already has the solution. Join Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn for the series when we are wondering how long, where they give us important principles to consider when we have questions for God. Here's the first message in the series, Be Careful, Part 2. And so they grumbled. And then the text goes on. Verse 3, it says, The Israelites said to them, as they, they're grumbling to Moses and Aaron, they said to them, If only we had died. What? <laughs> if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. Mm -hmm. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have to you have you have brought us out into the desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Now now they lying too. Yeah, right. It, it, it wasn't that good because before they got delivered, the the Pharaoh was starting to really put it on them. Yeah. And expected them to produce the same amount of work without getting straw to make bricks. Yeah. So they was working hard. <laughs> and they were being mistreated. So they didn't adequately tell the story of what was going on in Egypt. Right. So we know they're slipping because they're not looking at looking through the lenses of truth about what really was going on. They made it sound like it was better than it was. Amen. And so now they're ready to give up and throw in the towel after a month or so mm -hmm. and complaining. And after seeing all they did. And so they we have to maintain an attitude of faith. Amen. And so the, here's the second thing, the second reason that uh, we got to be careful when asking God how long. You could end up worshiping idols. Mm. You could end up worshiping idols. First, first Corinthians 10, 6 through 7 says, Now these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of them were. Mm -hmm. So the text is telling us part of the reason God wasn't pleased with most of them yeah. is that some of them were idolaters. Mm -hmm. They had set their hearts on evil things. Yeah. And then here in Exodus um, 32 through 7 through 8, it gives us some, some idea about it. It says here, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down because your people whom you brought up out of Egypt have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. 
They have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, these are the gods, Israel. These are the God, are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. Hmm. Y'all see that? Yeah. They're now giving credit to their journey out of Egypt mm -hmm. to a calf they just made. <laughs> They, they didn't see no calf running around in the water when the seas parted. No. You see, you see what happened here? You see how yeah. faith has just declined in their hearts and minds? Yeah. And how they just have become corrupt. And it was because they Moses had went up and was had went up to the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights, and they was waiting for him to come back. And they was like, how long he gonna be gone? Mm -hmm. And because he was gone so long, they got antsy yeah. and they, they thought they had to take things into their own hands and they made a calf and called it their God. I'm wondering, what have we called God because we've been waiting too long? In our minds, we're thinking it's taking too long, so let me take it into my own hands and figure out who's going to take care of me and or what's going to take care of me. Right. And not let God be the one who's been taking care of you all along, um, be the one and the yeah, one that you give yeah. credit to. Yeah, that's good. Because sometimes we pacify our times with stuff yes. that's not of God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To make ourselves feel better while we have to wait. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we figure that if I'm, um, if I'm struggling financially or uh, something, let me figure out a way that I can get myself some money or let me find a person. Mm -hmm. who, who got money, mm -hmm. uh, who can help me. And then we end up in the worst condition that we was in in the first place because we went away from God and put our trust in something other than God. Right. And this is what they had done. And then we got to suffer those consequences. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so this is why I'm imploring you that it's okay to ask how long, but make sure you, you, you put faith in that. Yeah. Because um, they didn't, and this is where they ended up. Doing something that made no sense at all <laughs> to build ourselves. That's right, Daryl. That's right. <laughs> build them a calf and say, This now is our God. What? It can't hear, see, or talk. Yeah. And they're calling it God. Amen. But here's the that's the danger. We are no different than they are. We can fall into the same trap yeah. if we are not careful. And our God can become a whole lot of things. That's right. That's right. Um, and and God, they, it can get start to get the credit for what God has done, not God getting the credit and the glory for it. Amen. We can do the same thing, you and I, Amen. if we're not careful. The third reason that we got to be careful is God might ask you, how long will you be faithless? God might ask you. He might flip the question. You asking him how long, he asks you a question. Mm -hmm. And it might be, how long will you be faithless? Yeah. Look what happened here in Numbers 14, 11. The Lord said to Moses, how long will these people treat me with contempt? Hmm. How long would they refuse to believe in me? In spite of all the signs I have performed among them, how long <laughs> would they not believe me? Yeah. 
Is this ringing your bell? Huh? The times in which you might not have put faith in God and God is now asking you, how long? After all I've done for you, how long? You're not going to believe in me. That's right. We got to be careful about asking God how long. Like I said earlier, we take things for granted. Things are happening miraculously every day in our lives, you know, yeah, that's and, right. and, and and we're not realizing that God's God's blessing you. God's doing something for you. So. Amen. Know, Amen. You need to keep the faith. Amen. Keep the faith, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the fourth uh, thing that reason that we need to be careful about asking God how long is you might not ever overcome your tough circumstances. You might not ever overcome your tough circumstances mm -hmm. in this life, daddy, at least. Right. It might not happen because right. you're not asking God how long in the right way. Mm -hmm. Look what it says here in 1 Corinthians 10, 5. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them. We read that part already. Mm -hmm. Their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Wow, y'all. Yeah. Um, because God was not pleased with them, they didn't enter into the promised land, and they end up dying in the wilderness. Wow. Not getting to the place God had took them out of Egypt for. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to take you out of Egypt to take you to the promised land. But it's because they were faithless and they were murmuring mm -hmm. and wondering how long <laughs> yeah. they end up dying right there in that, in that circumstance in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. So we got to be careful. And then in Numbers 14, 22 and 23, it says, not one of those who saw my glory and the signs I performed in Egypt and in the wilderness, but who disobeyed me and tested me 10 times, not one of them would ever see the land I promised on oath to their ancestors. No one who has treated me with contempt will ever see it. So we know that, and he was he was speaking by, you know, other passages that he's talking about anyone that was 20 years old and up did not see it except Joshua and Caleb. Yeah. Because they were two of the spies who went over and said, we can do it. We can go in. The other 10 didn't. And then the people followed them, the, the older people. And so God ended up taking a whole nother generation into the promised land. Mm -hmm. Ain't that something? Yeah, yeah. And they missed it because they were wondering how long with the wrong, in the wrong kind of way, without faith, without faith. So then this takes us to, well, then how can I ask God how long in a right way? Well, see, write this down. If you ask, follow David's example. If you ask, follow David's example. And this is becoming from Psalms 13. Psalm 13. Now, number one, ask respectfully. Ask respectfully. Acknowledge God as your Lord. Look what it says, Psalm 13, 1. Oh, Lord, how long? Y'all hear that? He, he didn't say, you know, now this, this, this might be taking it a little bit too far. 
but just to serve as a reminder to you and to point you in the right direction, to be an alert to you to stay in the faith lane. I wouldn't even, I, and David says, oh Lord, how long? Not how long, oh Lord. <laughs> y'all, y'all see that? Yeah. Y'all catch it. Yeah. Yeah, take, take David's example. Take account of be literal with it this time. Yeah. You know, I know it might seem like a play on words. I'm just trying to ring the bell and keep you in the faith lane. Make sure you put oh Lord first yeah. before you say how long. All right. So David says, oh, Lord, how long? Right. 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 So ask respectfully, acknowledge God as your Lord before you do it. And then the second thing to do, according to David's example, is ask reflectively. Ask reflect reflectively. Uh, all right. Look what it says. It goes on to say in Psalm 13, 1a, oh, Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So you might say, well, how is that reflectively? Well, it's reflectively because he's asking in a spirit of remembering that God did once um, know him, at least from his perspective. It once there was a point in which it was right in a way that he liked it and thought it was pleasing. It was a point where he felt like God remembered him, mm -hmm. right? So he said, how long will you forget me? So it's, it's for him to forget him. He had to have remembered him or known him at some point. So he felt known He re, in his reflection. He was able to reflect back on the times when he felt like God was remembering him. Yeah. He felt he, he reflected on the history he had with God. Amen. And now he's just expressing, God, I don't feel that way no longer. Mm -hmm. I don't feel, I feel like you've abandoned me. I feel like you've forgotten me when you once had remembered me. Amen. So it was a reflective, a reflective question, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, the third way to follow David's example is to ask regardfully, mm -hmm. to ask regardfully. And so uh, Psalm 13, one goes on to say, how long will you look the other way? Mm. How long will you look the other way? So here is saying, David is saying, I'm looking for you and I don't see you looking for me. Yeah. I'm looking because I regard you. I see you as valuable. I see you as important. And I'm looking for you to look for me. And I want to sense that you're looking at me and looking for me. And I feel like you're looking the other way. Mm -hmm. I feel like I haven't gotten your attention, God. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean by regardfully. All right. And so he's just expressing. I shared with you guys last week in a message and how the or I might have been in Bible life group, but I've shared it in other times, too, that the the the, the poetic books, you know, Psalms, Ecclesiastes, Job, Song of Solomon and Proverbs yeah. are 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 reflection of man's experience under the sun or human or the human experience on Earth. And so he's just emoting about how it's feeling to be here on earth. And I'm feeling like you're not looking at me. 
And I thank God that he allows us to express ourselves. Yeah. Because that's the kind of God he is. And he, you know, and so he allows us to do it, but it's important that we do it in the right way and in the, in the right from the right perspective. Mm -hmm. And so David is wanting God to look at him. Yeah. It's really all he's saying. He's saying, and I don't feel like you're looking at me. It's it's like, you know, uh, I told this story before, but it's like uh, parents, you know, it's when, when your, your child's trying to get your attention and they, and you're not giving them to them, you know, and they just pulling on your leg, mama, 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 mama. <laughs> you know, they just go, mama, 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 and they keep calling, and then, and then finally mama say, what? You know, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it reminds me of that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they thinking that that mama's not hearing them. And mama's hearing you. It's just yeah. she chosen to ignore you at this moment for mm -hmm. some reason. Right. right. And it may be a good reason. It may not be a bad one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so but anyway, it's reflective of how they're feeling and they just wanting mother, the mother's attention. And this is how David crying out here reminds me of that. You're looking the other way. Yeah. And then the fourth uh, way to follow David's example is ask emotionally. Ask emotionally. From the depths of your heart, a, a sincere cry out. Um, Psalm 30, 13, 13, 2 says, how long must I struggle with anguish in my soul? with sorrow in my heart every day. Every day? Mm. Every day. So David is saying, I'm struggling, Lord. Remember, he started this out with, oh, Lord. He mm. says, I'm struggling and my soul is in anguish. My heart is sorrowful. And so we should be emotional about it. When Lord And let, let the Lord know how much it means to us, how much... We're, 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 we care how much we're struggling. Be emotional about it. Don't you know? Be prideful and act like you're not feeling any emotion and yeah. and and uh, about it. And saying, Lord, I, I'm struggling here. I need you. You know, um, these are the kinds of cries that gets God's attention. Amen. And um, so we need to ask emotionally from the depths of our heart a sincere cry out, Lord, I need you. And then lastly, the fifth example is ask virtuously ask virtuously and this means wanting to, wanting to overcome evil with good yeah that's what i mean the, the, with the virtual goodness you you really wanting good to triumph mm -hmm. is why you're asking you want right to overcome wrong so you you you're really asking for you, you're not being selfish about it you're really fighting for the virtue of goodness and right. right. And so it says here in Psalm 13 too, how it goes on to say, how long will my enemy have the upper hand? Mm. So the enemy is winning or having the upper hand and you're like, that's not right. That's not best. Whatever's opposing you is winning. Yeah. And you're saying, Lord, don't let that happen. How long will the enemy win? Because I feel like they're winning. I feel like I'm losing. And so we should ask for the virtue of goodness and rightness. Mm -hmm. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, 26 says this. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Mm -hmm. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. And this is why we started out talking about 
how Jesus is our great high priest because he destroyed the enemy. He destroyed death. He overcame death, our enemy. Amen. And it tells us here in 1 Corinthians 15, 55 through 57, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So I want to implore you to hold on to your faith in Jesus Christ because that is where the victory is. Yes, yes, yes. That's where the victory is. And we can lose sight of that. We can start to idolize our laws versus living out our faith. Mm -hmm. We can start working harder. for, And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have laws to help us with our circumstances. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying, we should expect deliverance from God, mm-hmm. not from the law. Because the thing here is <clears throat> you can't legalize how to change hearts. You can't force people to change their hearts. You can regulate how they behave with the law, mm-hmm. but you can't change their heart. Right. And at the end of the day, the issues we encounter in the world are heart issues. They are the reflections of the hearts of people. It's true. Those hearts need Jesus Christ. So, yes, do we fight for the right laws? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. But we don't idolize the law. We, we don't put our trust in the law. Right, right. We put our trust in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So the answer to our problems and our solutions and our struggles inevitably is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The laws and all of that might help us get to better behavior, but it doesn't change hearts. And so don't put our trust in that. Work more for faith in Jesus Christ than for the establishment of something that can't do what we want it to do something that can't can't do that what only God so we put our faith in Jesus Christ so be careful you can ask God how long but make sure you do it in faith so he won't be displeased with you God bless you you've been listening to one by one here's a personal message from Pastor Robert you may have never said yes Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus 
draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. I, I, I think that should be speaking to somebody today. That, Because I, I, I believe some of us are looking for God's power to be released. And if God could do it in a different way than he's ever done it in your life before, it'll draw you closer to him. It'll help you understand his power that I'm not limited by certain methods of doing things in your life. Thank you for listening.